Welcome in to another new podcast. My name is Ben Dubose, and I'm a staff writer with Materials Performance Magazine and with Coatings Pro Magazine. For those of you who are subscribers and or longtime listeners, you're probably used to me leading off by calling it a new NACE International podcast. Well, as you may be aware, things are changing in 2021. Now that we're in the new year, the merger between NACE and SSPC, the Society for Protective Coatings, is now complete. Earlier this week, the new organization was officially unveiled as the Association for Materials Protection and Performance, which you can call AMP for short. This is clearly a significant development for the corrosion control and protective coatings industries. And over the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some guests on this podcast to try and explain the changes and what the implications are for membership and the broader corrosion industry. To start that mini-series, if you will, we're going to have Terry Greenfield and Joe Walker on today's episode, some of the really bright minds in corrosion to explain the origins of the merger and how all this came to be. But before we play back their conversation, I'm going to briefly read from the official press release about the merger to give everyone listening a little more background about what's going on if you have not heard already. Here we go. To create a unified voice for the corrosion control and protective coatings industries, a new association launched on Wednesday, January 6th at a global virtual event. The new organization, the Association for Materials Protection and Performance, was formed by a merger between NACE International and SSPC, the Society for Protective Coatings. AMP's name, logo, and other brand elements were revealed at the event led by Bob Chalker, CEO of AMP, as well as the organization's executive leadership. This is a quote from Bob Chalker. AMP brings together the world's leading corrosion prevention and protective coatings organizations under one umbrella with a vision to create a safer, protected, and sustainable world. A new association will focus on the, on the future of materials protection and performance. Now jumping back into the press release, with more than 40,000 members in 130 countries, AMP consists of two governance structures, AMP a 501c6 and AMP Global Center a 501c3. AMP provides services to members in the areas of certification, accreditation, membership, advocacy, and public affairs, while the AMP Global Center focuses on standards, technical and research activities, conferences, events, education, training, publications, and pre-professional programming. Here's a quote from Tim Bieri, Chair of the AMP Board of Directors and Vice President for Materials and Corrosion Engineering at BP America. No other organization offers the depth and breadth of materials protection and performance information, standards, education, certification, and contractor accreditation programming that AMP now provides. Through AMP, we will be able to raise the level of excellence of our professional community and have a greater impact on society through our, expect, uh, through our expanded network of members worldwide. Here's another quote from Joyce Wright, Chair of AMP Global Center and Trade Manager for Strategy and Innovation at Huntington Ingalls Industries Newport News Shipbuilding. I'm looking forward to bringing together the expertise that's been instrumental in developing standards, training, publications, and other technical resources that support our members and advance our industry. With one voice, contractors, owners, craftsmen, and uh, manufacturers, corrosion experts, consultants, and industry stakeholders will do more to protect society across the globe. While the AMP staff has been working together since October, some program details such as accreditation and certification continue to evolve. For the near future, NACE and SSPC accreditations and certifications will remain as they are currently. Now a final quote from Bob Chalker. 
For years, AMP's new combined membership has been aligned in one very important way. Our members are dedicated to protecting infrastructure and assets from corrosion and deterioration. Guided by this common purpose, we will be a stronger, more powerful voice for our industry by working together. So with that as the backdrop, here's a conversation between Terry Greenfield and Joe Walker explaining more about how this all came to be. Terry is a principal consultant at Consulex and a past president of NACE, while Joe is vice president and general manager of Alcometer and an immediate past president of SSPC. Here's Terry. Joe, do you remember when we bumped into each other and first started talking about this? Well, that's when the, the bumping into each other became the big bump because it was the two of us. Yeah, I remember we bumped into each other. It was actually the second time you and I bumped into each other. The first time was at SSPC's show in New Orleans in 2018 when the ice storm hit and shut down the city. Everybody locked down. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we kind of danced around at that time because both of us had been members of both NACE and SSPC 23 years ago when they were discussing mergers, and it kind of didn't work out. So a couple months later, I remember we had the real big bump on the show floor at the NACE uh, convention, and uh, that's when you and I just sat down for an hour. Thought, is this a is this something we want to look at again and uh, go through? Because it was a pretty bold proposition that uh, that both of us were were suggesting. I remember who was president of NACE at the time. I, I remember Gary Manos was president of SSPC. It was Jeff Titus, right, Jeff? And uh, you know, we both had to go to our respective presidents and say. Do we want to open this Pandora's box? And uh, we did. And uh, that was that was the big bump, big guys bumping into each other uh, at the Nathan SSPC exhibitions. Yeah, and it kind of had reverberations into something even bigger, right? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, we've gotten to a to a point that's pretty amazing. I mean, it's now we can sit here and it's actually happened. We're together, and the whole thing has been collaborative. And the best part was is. Uh, while we were the big bump, a full host of members, international members, uh, different areas of interest from formulators and, and designers to applicators, uh, contractors, everybody has been represented in this process. And I think the merger of the two organizations really was a merger of equals. And, you know, that that's what we set out for. And I'm really pleased that that it's worked out the way better than we envisioned it i think well you know for years you know people have approached me someone some have even tackled me on the uh, you know show floors asking why nace and sspc couldn't get together I mean, what a great thing that would be and i think with like any you know change there's always those that you know have apprehension to it but just getting the right people through this this process this time we had a really good team that got together to, to, to work through what the issues could be and all in a positive way. <clears throat> I was just really thrilled with, with the overall interactions of those, of those team members and what they were trying to achieve and actually ultimately did achieve. Yeah. Yeah. That, what, what really impressed me the most is the way that everybody went in and built consensus throughout the whole process. Now, the funny thing was, is that, as far as the transition teams went, some were members of both organizations, some were not. 
but yet we all reach consensus, both on an international scale and a market segment scale. It was, it was really impressive. Now, I know that my company is a, is a global company. You work globally. Um, you know, so that, that global makeup of the new organization was critical, not only to us, but every other, every other member that was part of this, uh, this process. And what I liked is no one represented their own special interests. Everyone represented the membership of their respective organizations. And I think we worked through consensus beautifully. Well, you know, really people would, that. people would talk with, you know, the, uh, you know, the, what was it? How are the negotiations going? And I was proud to say they were never negotiations. We were all sitting down building right. something. And as you noted through consensus, how right. that, how that was working through. And, and I agree with you on the international side. I think we've really truly become a global uh, organization. We've, we've taken it very serious on, on the board structures and the, and the program committee makeups that there's participation on an international level and significant participation, not, not, not a token participation. So I, I really look forward. I think the, the, uh, the, the future is going to be bright. Um, you know, is there, is there any, you know, one thing that you had the, the greatest uh, uh, takeaway from this whole process? The one thing that just, really gets me about this new organization is they started out as a domestic organization that realized, Oh, we want to grow. So we're going to go international, but it was always structured domestically. SSPC was the same way. And this new organization, we've totally changed that founding. We're starting as an international organization with domestic components for every domestic market in the world. So that's the one thing that, that really got me that we were able to create bylaws and processes and teams that from their founding, it's a global organization. And, and in our founding documents, we're global and all market segments are representative. It, it was a lot of work. I mean, with Tim Bieri and Sam, Sam Scuturo, Joyce Wright, uh, they, they've really worked hard to take the ball over. I mean, you and I, we, we were together for the founding of it, but they really took it over for us. And what a job they did with the teams. Unbelievable. Well, that's why I go, again, I'd statement I've made many times that the success of this one relied a lot on the, all the right people being together this time. You know, I mean, from the from the officers of both organizations to down through the through the um you know, the staff members through uh, the transition team, I'm sorry, the, whatever the transition team, whatever we were calling it, I can't keep track of the different names, but God, what a great group it was. Um, you know, we've just had the right people and we don't want to forget uh, the contributions, you know, made by Bill Worms and, and Bob Chalker, you know, having them as the respective, you know, head of staff, CEO and executive directors, of the organizations was a huge factor in how this moved forward. Two real impressive executives working selflessly towards a common goal. Uh, what I saw Bill Worms and Bob Chalker do, the way they work together so well, um, I was amazed and inspired by it. I really was. What are you looking most forward to to the combined organization? You know, I, I see uh, with everything that's happened this year, um, you know, we talk about internationally and, and, and you know, that, that aspect, but what of what's driven to that is, you know, technology, we've been forced due to the pandemic to embrace technology to further our collaboration and, and, you know, our goals moving forward. And I, and I've participated in several, um, 
uh, virtual conferences, um, one in Europe, um, I forget where the other one, I think the other one was global, but um, it's different. I mean, it's not, there's a lot of things that, that you miss. I enjoy, you know, face-to-face -face contact, but, but, you know, the element of being able to, to make things available to collaborate internationally easier is definitely reached um, much um, better technology. I, you know, the technology is much more supportive of being able to do and accomplish what we would try to do in those um, um, goals and environments. So, you know, I, I, I think I'm looking forward to seeing, and I don't have a clear vision, but I'm really looking forward to seeing how we continue to go forward, you know, with conferences and collaboration for standards and the program committees. And, you know, if it's going to be, um, you know, I think it's going to be easier for people to participate and, and provide, you know, good feedback and, 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 you know, contribute to the overall program. So, you know, the future, I, I'm anxious to see how it all plays out. I am too. That's a great point. That's a great point. I, I really do like to see more members participate in the standard side. So I'm looking more forward to having more international participation through the digital participation network that we're building out and will continue to build on. This has been, and that's where we will leave things for today's episode. However, we will have more on this subject with other guests and panelists over the next couple of weeks. Obviously, we represent AMP with this podcast series, so we certainly want our listeners to be well-informed about the changes and everything going on. But beyond that, it's also a very important and timely development for the industry as a whole as it pertains to the fight against corrosion. So we hope that you'll find some useful information in these episodes from these conversations, no matter what your perspective is. Again, we'll have more guests coming in the days ahead, and we also have an exclusive interview coming up with Bob Chalker, CEO of AMP. So please stay tuned for that. For now, though, this is where we will break. Again, my name is Ben DuBose, staff writer for Materials Performance Magazine and Coatings Pro Magazine, and I appreciate you so much for tuning in. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast series, please do, and leave us a five-star review if you like what you're hearing. Also, for more information beyond our next episode, check out materialsperformance.com and coatingspromag.com as the publication websites, and also visit the new amp.org, that's amp.org, for information on the new Corrosion Control and Protective Coatings Association. Again, thanks for listening, and we hope you're having a happy new year to kick off 2021. We'll be back soon with more episodes. Calling all coatings contractors. We have a great resource for you. Coatings Pro Magazine provides you with the latest news, trends, and technologies for your coating needs. And the best part? It's completely free to anyone who signs up. Simply visit CoatingsProMag.com slash subscribe. Coatings Pro. Know what the pros know.